0: What is up, fellow warmers? This is your Daily Fantasy Quickie. Hey guys, what's up? Daily Fantasy Quickie time with me, JJP, your host, and our commish, Comish Eric. Um, Yep. Day 1 of Week 8. Yeah, day one of week eight. Biggest biggest name today, I guess, is Andrew Nemhard, who performed or played like Tyrese today. Thirty one points, thirteen assists, eight rebounds, a steal. Uh I think he missed just four shots or five shots, but really good shooting percentages uh but zero out of one on the free. I'm not complaining though. For so me, should say I'm complaining once again, um, looking at the glass half empty. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, the was
1: out, Tyrese was out, but still, um, still good. You no, know, I mean it's one thing to get forty minutes; another thing to do what he did. Yeah. Uh, but but this guy has been playing very well. Uh, there was there was there were there were signs already of him playing well, uh, even before this. He was already starting for Duarte. Um, Duarte is out also, by the way. So he's already been starting for a while. Had some good games, had some okay games. But overall, there were flashes of brilliance plus that game-winner against the Lakers. So of course, a no-brainer, you have to add him. if <laughs> February is still available, but I'm sure you streamed him last week. And then you kept him. So now you yeah. hold him. Uh, and when you if? If Halliburton comes back, I think you still hold him for a while because he's showing, you know, some good uh, potential upside with this game.
0: Yeah. Um, He's been rosterable in maybe 14. Yes. Yes. And up 14 in deeper leagues, right? Um, Maybe 12 just as a streamer. Um, So, yeah. Just a hold. Uh, You probably got him. Hopefully, you didn't drop him after... Judgment Day because they had a back to back. Back to back, yeah. Yeah, and um, so another player plus, who missed. Yeah, go. Plus, go. They,
1: they did uh, they did already uh, uh, announce that Tyrese was going to miss both back to backs. So yeah. I don't think there was any reason to drop him. Uh, Even now,
0: no reason to drop him now. I think they, just, they only have a one day break before they play yeah. again, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, yes. just hold on. We don't know what's, you know, they. Indiana said Tyrese will miss two games, but we don't know. It could be like, yeah, let, let him miss another game or so, right? We don't know if that's uh, um, another thing that could happen.
1: I mentioned that uh, Indiana had the number one schedule. When we were discussing when in our, in our schedule analyzer, we had Indiana there. Best favorable schedule. Not streaming schedule, but favorable schedule. They have Minnesota, Washington, and Brooklyn after this. And those are good Good matchups, and uh, I agree that Halliburton might miss one more game or even two because Minnesota is their last road game. Then they go home, so they might uh, let Halliburton sit that one out. The problem when they go home is that they have a back to back, Washington yeah. and Brooklyn, have the back to back again. So they have, uh, so that's not ideal for Halliburton. He's just recovering from his groin problem. So maybe Halliburton even misses one of those games. So. Right now Nam is hold until further notice
0: kind yeah. of situation. Yeah, and even if TJ Con McConnell comes back, I don't think he's gonna be uh replacing him. Even if he does replace him, he'll probably still start. Because uh, 'cause he's been starting it anyway with Tyrese yeah. so so yeah, hold. Uh Tyus Jones was a surprise. Jamorat yeah. was actually the late scratch, uh making Tyus Jones the one of the Major streaming options. When I say major, this is like you know, uh, the the what 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 do you call this? One injury away. Type yeah, of- one
1: one one move away, one move away kind of player, Tyus Jones. One yeah. Jammeran uh mishap from becoming really uh for me for me probably has potential to be top ninety, top one hundred player if only he's playing for another team. He's one of the better uh, backups, better than Campaign, better than the yeah. Shane Miltons. He's better than those guys. And sadly, we we don't see it. We won't see it because of Jamarrance's uh, presence in in Memphis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Tyce shows uh not a stronghold, but yeah, just wait for any to news. Mm-hmm. in the upcoming games. Uh, well, let's talk about some worry players. I, I'm pretty sure some of the managers listening in would rather want to hear about some worry players here. Fred Van Vliet is the first on the worry list. Buy low. Is it a buy low opportunity for Van Vliet? Van Vliet's been up and down. He's been year. down. I mean, yeah, but it's mostly down. He's had down, some I think. early good games. Solid games early Way on. early.
1: <laughs> Way early good games. But the past five games are really bad. I mean, 9 points, 27% field goal. Not much assists. Maybe four or five assists. A steal, maybe a game. And not much free throws, really. He's not been taking a lot of free throws. He's, he's been in and out, actually, of the lineup because of illness and then some soreness here and there. So, if it's by low, yes. Uh, players like Van Bleet, of course, if you can buy them really low. I mean, we had him a top 20 during the draft. Top 24, let's say, second round. But uh, if you can get him for a 50 to 60 kind of player, I think that's that's a buy low. That's a buy low. Let's say Jalen Brunson. We talked about him yesterday. Yeah. We talked about Devin Vassell. Uh, these guys, like Vassell, we, we preferred Brunson. But maybe if you have a Vassell, you want to... You're you're afraid of the of the risk of the tanking and everything. Maybe Fred Van Vliet is attainable with Vassell. Uh... With the way he's playing. So, so yeah, S- something like that.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm a bit worried in the sense that the Toronto team is mainly, I think, Siakam's team. And OG. I don't know. Well, actually, it's not really OG's yeah. team, but it's just that OG's game translates better fantasy wise in their lineup, right? He guards the best player. Right, and he he, he he with Siakam and Van Vliet attracting the defense. OG gets a few open shots here and there, right? Uh, he gets lost from the defensive standpoint. Um, it's that's why I'm worried because there's just a, a bit uh, a lot more weapons there with Toronto.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's that's what I think. Plus, he's small,
0: plus, he's small. Not uh, that I'm not my- not that I'm you know. Um, doubting that he's small, but of course, there's a some type of disadvantage there.
1: Injury wise, maybe that that makes him risky injury wise. Uh, we know that plus the the you, the minutes not gonna help. Nick Nurse is really gonna run him to the ground with the minutes, so that's not gonna help him also. But I think OG's emergence is also something to, to consider. He might it might not be OG's team. But he's offensively, yeah, we know he's a Defensive Player of the Year kind of a defender. But offensively this year, he's also been more aggressive. He's been taking more shots, more usage. So that takes away from Van Leet. Van Leet's a little older, I think. Yeah. A little more experienced already. A little more wear and tear in the body already. So so you, you saw that. Gary Trent is coming off the bench. Gary Trent is coming off the bench yeah. because maybe uh, they're trying to you know, balance things out because they're, they're too top-heavy right now. OG's taking a lot of shots out. Before, OG's was, like, you know, uh, happy with just defending the, getting them some shots. But now, it's not the same thing.
0: There's no one there on the bench that can score for yes. this. Uh, so, yeah. Trent plays that role. I, don't get me wrong about Grant Fleet being small. I think defensively, it's easier to guard him because just because he's smaller put a bigger guy on him. It's going to make it more difficult for him to maybe score, to move around, right? Especially, you know, in these types of, uh, the way the NBA is right now, when everyone's playing small, yet everyone's probably bigger than Van Vliet, right? So defensively, I think it's just more challenging for him um, to, to, to and, score more.
1: And I think he's not healthy. He's not 100%. Uh, that's what I believe. Uh, I don't know which soreness. I think it's the knee or something that he's uh is bothered with. Um. So for me, buy low, but don't ex- expect him to go back to top 20 levels. Actually, he was close to even 17, 18, 16 previous years. I don't see that happening this season with, with Fred Budley. Yeah. So it's a worry. Really a worry. Really a worry.
0: Yeah. Among the list, he's the top guy that we are worried about. Um, ball, ball, yeah. Ball balls game has been, you know, uh we can say on the decline for a decline. On a bit. decline. Um yeah. I'm no not decline. sure if the you know faults, the return of faults in Cole Anthony has contributed to that.
1: I um, think it has. I think it has. It's Cause uh faults and Anthony are real point guards. They're they're scoring point, they're aggressive real point guards, so they'll they'll have the ball in their hands have more usage, and that would that would take away from some of the players in the team.
0: Yeah, but you know, unlike Fred Van Fleet Ball Ball is someone you just picked off the waiver wire, so it won't hurt as much. Worst case scenario, you just stream the spot for Ball Ball, but of course, right now still a hold. A lot of injury injured players there in Orlando. No Bamba, no Wendell Carter Jr. Um, their their big guy is Mo Wagner. Who played well today? But of course, uh, Ball Ball still better has better potential than maybe Wagner does. So yeah, probably still a hold. Uh, don't drop yet. The peak. Yeah,
1: the peak of Ball Ball was around uh, November, early November, and during that time, his usage was around nineteen, eighteen to twenty percent, uh, to as high as thirty percent actually in one game when He had a 26 points 12 rebound game. It has start, started to really go down. I mean, today he had 10%, uh, two, two games ago, 14%, 3 days, three games ago, 10%. So it has to come down. It just started to come down. Whether I think having guards, real guards, not you know Terrence Ross, Gary Harris, guy, real point guards, I mean, not Franz Wagner types that are converted. Uh, really hurts him and this is not gonna get any better for me if because Wendell Carter jr or Mobamba when they come in his minutes would 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 really suffer he probably is the guy's gonna go off, go to the bench it's probably the guy who's gonna come off the bench when everybody's healthy so yeah you don't drop him but uh, the happy days might be over closing, or, or closing,
0: closing, in closing. Being over yeah uh Poku Poco has huh? been in and out of the waiver. Actually, um, you know, just when you think that he's gonna have this solid, nice game, right? And then you pick him up and then he po- gives you another dud. Um is he still worth picking up? There's a um, lot of options there in the waiver. I mean Nemphard, um what else are the are the guys Griffin? Probably
1: Griffin, probably. Jalen Johnson tweaked his ankle again today. I, he did come back, but he didn't finish the game. It was Jared Colver who finished the game. So that's something to monitor. We didn't put that in our quick notes, but um, yeah, I I, I don't see he Poku came off the bench. He was starting even when we were struggling for the longest time, and now he comes off the bench for Jalen Williams. I don't know. Again, it's okay. See if this was thick or the next game he's gonna be back as a starter. But uh, the past few games, thirteen minutes, seventeen minutes. I don't think it's enough. So I'm dropping him, and then uh, I'll just wait. I'll just wait it out. See if, if maybe, maybe he gets hot. He will. He will get hot. But uh, I I can't wait. I don't. I don't have the patience to hold a player like that um in my team. So I'll probably drop him already for now.
0: Yeah, and Jalen Williams maybe a little bit better. Not. Very good as well, a little, I'm just a tad bit more consistent in terms of you know production at least. Um, and it okay, and more
1: upside, he's a rookie, so probably we still are. You don't saying don't
0: more upside? Poku, I don't, I don't, um, buy no, 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 no. with
1: Poku with, with more upside. I mean, Jalen
0: Mo- has, has more upside than Poku, do you think?
1: I, I think so. In a sense, not not in real life. In a sense that in fantasy we've seen Poku get really hot. You know yeah. you know, this patchwork. And and you know, we saw what he can do. I think that's his ceiling for now. I think that's his ceiling for now. I think we haven't seen really what Jalen Williams can do because of SGA's presence, because of because of Giddy's presence. If you give uh if you remove SGA, I think not only Giddy, but Jalen. Jalen will show you something else. Because he has been he's in the in college, he was a player who could give out assists, he could facilitate, he could bring down the ball, could do a lot of things in college, which he hasn't shown in OKC because basically he's been like the third, not third, fourth option, the defender, just the jack ball plays kind of role. So I think the upside is that we don't know yet uh until what level really that Jalen can can reach. I think he can reach Higher, way higher than what he has shown so far.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's just that the ceiling is. You know, there are other players blocking yeah. him from getting to that ceiling, yeah. which are Gibby, uh, and SGA. SGA, in particular. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Poku. Yeah, I don't mind dropping Poku if he, you know, yeah. he's not playing well. Just add some of the hotter, uh, waiver wire pickups. Uh, the Anthony Melton. Here we go again. The yeah, Anthony Melton. Uh, well, well. To be fair, to be honest, his game slipped a bit. Yes. Yes. Um. Even he started hot, hard. and then even before Harden came back, he he was hardly noticed.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, uh, the thing with Melton though is his game. His value is really like that. He's not somebody who's gonna wow you with thirty points, fifteen assists, something like that. He's more of like six rebounds, four assists, yeah, you know, so across steals, the board
0: type of 1.5,
1: two, three, something like that, which he did today, which he did today. But uh, he did show for a while that he could score 20 points, he could get uh, assists, he could be the lead guard. He did show for one or two or three games. But uh, and then after that, as you said, it slipped, but it slipped to a point where he's still scoring double digits, still yeah. giving you the assist. I don't think he'll be scoring double digits when Harden is there. When I watched the game today, it was super frustrating if I'm Melton. If, even if I'm Embiid, even if I'm Tobias. Harden's just like dribbling the ball the whole time. And until the last minute when he can't do anything, when he can't break down his man, he's just going to pass at the last minute to either whoever's there. And then you, when you're holding the ball the last few seconds, you're just going to throw a bad shot. And that's just how it is. And with Melton, he's not somebody who can really make tough shots. So, um, not really good for him. It, it's a little... It's, well, I hope you traded him before Harden came back. And I hope you trade him before Maxi comes back also. Because when Maxi comes back, it's just going to get worse for, for Melton.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, he probably came off the waiver wire as well. Because, you know, yeah. early, early this season he was a drop. Uh, when Maxi comes back, he could be dropped once again. But uh, for now, just hold on to your Melton. Uh, shake meantime, had 11 points today. Mm, so-so. Maybe um until Maxi comes back, he can be some streamer-type. He might have some streamer-type value. Because I think he came off the bench, the first one off the bench.
1: He came off the bench. He was the first one off the bench. He was still okay. And uh, I, I felt like Harden's minutes was limited. Harden was at, at 18 he had 38, at, right? Yeah, but he, he, he had 18 at the end of the third, but I think he played uh, most of the fourth and both overtime periods, two overtimes, it was a two overtime game, so that helped him to 38. And I don't think actually Philadelphia wanted to play him 38, maybe they were limiting him to like 28, 27 to 28 minutes because he, as I said, he was only at 18 minutes in the third quarter. But uh, the overtime period, indeed, fouling out that 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 changed their plans so. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, Milton. For now, I think he he's gonna get minutes and minutes in the 20s still, when hard uh, while Harden is trying to, I guess, fully recover from from the injury.
0: Yeah. So still, the, hold, still, still hold. Still right hold. hold. Um. Yeah. Unless some hot free agent comes along, Alperen Sengun. Another year. Another uh, problem with Alperen Sengun. Well, the problem might be with the rotations. You know, I I sense that Houston has this similar, um, weird rotation, uh, the same way that, uh, OKC does their their rotations. Um, they have two sure guys there in the top in the you know sure rotational guys. Uh, Houston has Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr., and then. OKC has SGA and maybe Josh Gibby. And then the rest, whoever's a uh, better matchup, maybe a uh, good. The only difference is that Houston has better, maybe, fantasy players, particularly Sengun. He,
1: yeah, they have more, I guess.
0: Uh, and they have Eason. They have more upside players who, you know.
1: Quantity wise, quantity wise, they have uh, better. Of course, uh, the, the top OKC as 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 the top
0: player yeah,
1: uh, yeah but uh there are more valuable players there in Houston. Sanggun is one Jabari. Jabari is playing better. Yeah, Jabari's playing better.
0: Double
1: um, double today. Yeah. Uh, Jalen, KBJ, all of these guys. Eason, even TJ Martin. So they, they, there is this, just the frustration with Sanggun. It's not his fault that he's not really again. Where he's, he's becoming a problem. It's not his fault because. If you see the last game, he, he missed like 10 of the 12 minutes of the fourth quarter. Previous to that, he he sat out the last 16 minutes of the game. It's just, and they played Usman Garuba, they played Bruno Fernando. And I don't understand it. I really don't understand. A good thing though, that Jabari isn't getting the sengun treatment. Because if Jabari was getting the sengun treatment, we would have dropped uh, Jabari already. Because Yabali is doing what? 12.7 rebounds in major minutes. Sengun is doing much, much more in lesser minutes.
0: Yeah. So, So yeah. Sengun is another worry player. But this is the usual Sengun. Uh, uh, this is the... I don't know if it's a normal thing, right? But last year, it was worse. This one, maybe he'll be back there. He'll be back there. So, he... He is not a drop Way, we far from being a drop, not like the poku situation
1: but but unless they change coaches, I don't think we get the the, the full the, the, the same, full Sengun
0: experience
1: whatever that is, yeah, because that's his from his from the time he was drafted until now, everybody's like thinking of the 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 dream of Sengun I don't know what it is I, I also am curious what well, what what is really the full Sengun experience well, how 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 high is the high of that experience we don't know we won't get it until until Silas gets I know fired but,
0: or something but Sengun is really young I think he's just nineteen right or twenty yeah yeah
1: nineteen nineteen or twenty
0: yeah like, so, so. this is still early uh, maybe the full Sengun potential is maybe a couple of years away.
1: But he was picked fifties, a little high. So I guess you could you could see the 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 frustration also. Last year he wasn't picked at all, or maybe late late.
0: No, draft. he was no he he was picked, but uh, from a speculative standpoint, yeah. he was picked relatively high already, even outside the hundred, because he didn't play much. Right, everything was speculation. Well, now, when, again, when, it was speculation. Everything is speculation at this point. But
1: but lesser, lesser uh, investment. Now, now, you invested at yeah. 55, big. I mean, and then you see him get 20 minutes, 25 minutes of games. And he coming off the bench to start the season. That's I don't know why they do that to him. Because they didn't do that to Jabari. I mean, they just let Jabari, you know, go. You start, you struggle. No, I on, think it's...
0: It's also the position.
1: Maybe. It's
0: maybe. the position. He doesn't look. He's. The, Sengun looks closer to a power forward than a center.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? He's not a big center. And maybe Garuba is a big, a big
1: center. not a big center, but he can power forward. I don't think he can be a power forward in the He looks a little uh, Not as. Uh, the laterals are not as as smooth I would say I don't know if he can defend at the power forward position but let's see I, as you said he's still young he's still young
0: I think that's it that's it for for Houston's point of view I think they feel that this guy's still young very not really raw because he's the Turkish MVP right before he went yeah. to the NBA, NBA. but uh, not really raw but um I think there's more development that they want from him. Not that I'm defending the Houston uh, coaching staff NBA. for this. Um, yeah. I just feel like if they want to go big, they'll go Garuba. If, you know, uh, today, they were against MBE, right? Uh, either both of those guys would be killed by NBA, but I think matchup-wise, Garuba fits better when it comes to you know banging bodies with MBE. I think it. I just my sense it's more of a matchup thing, um. So, yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan. I'm not the fan fan of uh Sengun. I don't have any Sengun. But yeah, if
1: you have Valanchunas, I think if you can get Sengun for Valanchunas, I would do that. Uh, I would, I would still get Sengun. I would still get Sengun over Nurkic, although not as confident. Really, not as confident. No, come on,
0: you I don't still, get Sengun over Nurkic.
1: I still pick Sengun over Nurkic. No. Uh yes, yes. Uh, for the rest of the season, I would still pick Sengun over Nurkic. There, actually, it could be our face-off. Although we had another face-off, but but no, I, I no,
0: think, no. You don't. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't see that. I don't I would pick Nurkic over Sengun. I mean. Um I mean uh, not do you consider the this type of rotation?
1: Even in this type of rotation, Sengun is rank seventy. It's rank you look at the numbers of both players, you'll be shocked. We are we are we are already disappointed with Nurkic, but the numbers is already better than Ah, with Sengun, but the numbers are already better than Nurkic.
0: Yeah, may- like maybe maybe so because of really... points. Yeah, go go. Give me Both the numbers because averaging... I don't really notice Sengun's numbers as much because I don't have any and I don't am not really a big. I fan. don't have
1: any Sengun. Actually, I don't have any Sengun or Nurkic also. But but I just feel like people like like your reaction makes me think that people really have a higher value of Nurkic. But if you look at the numbers, 14 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 block, 0.8 steals. That's Nurkic. 56% field goal and 79% free throws. So across the board, just so-so, not not great, but I mean disappointing already for his standards. But Nurkic is 14-10-2, similar. 14-10-2, steals, 0.8 is Senggun, so similar again. 0.9 blocks, 1 block is Senggun, similar again. 51%. The only difference is he's shooting 70% from free throws and Sengun is shooting 79 That's basically the only difference. That is turnovers. Exactly the- turnovers. They're probably- 2. 4. Yeah. And then Sengun is 2.3. So it's exactly the same. But my point is this is a bad Nurkish already. A yeah, bad Sengun already. The, the upside.
0: What's the good Sengun? Have we seen it? We haven't seen the good Sengun.
1: But, but, but this is, I think, as low as you can go. Nurkic, Nurkic had He's these numbers with, with with Lillard out for so long. So, so Sengun, imagine later in the season, Portland's fighting for the playoffs or whatever, and the Rockets are clanking. I would assume that his minutes would at least go a little higher. Sengun, maybe he can go to 16 points. Maybe he can go to 10 rebounds. 16-10 and a couple more assists, maybe 3 assists. Still going to be higher than Nurkic. So, I just feel more confident with with Sengun going forward for the rest of the season. So yeah, Balanchunas so, is easy because he's really struggling yeah, right now.
0: Yeah, is but easy. Uh, even early on, I think Balanchunas never really got it going. I mean, maybe he had yeah. he had one, two, yeah. three good games and then that's it. Uh, not really the Valentunas we've seen last year yeah. and even from years back. But yeah, comment down it's below. Good. There's even
1: portal i i would go saying good because of the damping issues also
0: yeah, uh, i would, yeah. I would be worried it, about that and and uh potals this year po- the portal we have this year is just uh mediocre yeah. not even good not even good um
1: solid but not what we expected and not the i i get your point uh, not the of, not uh, the
0: uh sometimes you get the 15 rebound type of game Right, and then three, four blocks type of game. I mean, we don't expect him to score, but the rebounding he seems like the Just, Gobert light, right? At this it's like this.
1: Botel and Sengun have are averaging the same number of blocks. One. That that alone, that's disappointing already. Yeah. That's already yeah. disappointing. So so we, we want him to get two. At least two. I mean that's that's what you're known for. Right? So and it's that's disappointing.
0: Also very coincidental that you know. Foto can be considered the go-bear of the 80s, right? The, the 80s rank, the, the low-tiered centers, yeah. right? He's the go-bear there. You get good field goal, good rebounding, good blocks. Both of those guys are not playing well. are not doing well. Yeah. Uh, so if you've got them, you, you probably got those two players because of their rebounding, their blocks. That's it. And their field goal. But yeah. you know, the field goal may be stick. It's there, but the volume hasn't been there. So I think those actually, two have actually, been yeah, really disappointing.
1: Nurkic is even uh easier call. I think somebody like Wendell Carter, if he was healthy, that would be a tougher call. Stengun or Wendell Carter. Surprisingly, these guys not, stats are very similar. Uh very similar. Their stats are very similar, even Wendell Carter. So it's it's funny to see see them their stats all bunched up. Uh, together. So that yeah. makes it very interesting to see who do you want this or that, this or that. But they're all similar. They're all put that, almost
0: particular. Put that in tomorrow's face-off. We'll probably yeah, talk yeah. more about but, but just, in the face-off. Uh, today's face-off is Lowry and Spencer. Did we be? Yeah, I think this is tougher because at the back of my mind, Lowry's what? um How do you call that? The Potential rest. Yes,
1: yes. Just, yeah. That's also... But this also is... A,
0: the without the rest, without the injury, without the age, this is an easy Lowry for me. Um, without the age? You,
1: you also added the, without the age.
0: Yeah, because he's older, that, right?
1: That's fair. That, that, that's fair. Let, let's let's include. So he's age. older.
0: He's older. Yeah. And that's no, the no, reason let's,
1: why let's include the age. Let's, Are let's they consider close? that. But... They're they close. They're they they
0: close. Right. I might you, be you
1: include the age but remove the rest. So maybe yes, the
0: rest I are... I remove the rest, I think I'll go I'll go Lowry. Me too. Me too. Uh
1: but uh Dinwiddie actually isn't far off also with
0: The stats are with, close. With, uh, the stats are close.
1: Uh, the stats are close. And actually like rankings wise they're they're sixty four sixty eight.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Dinwiddie is actually ranked even higher. Uh, at sixty four, yeah, so,
0: because because of the field, field goal. goal, and turnovers.
1: Yeah, the field, the field goal, the turnovers, plus the fact that Lowry steals kind of went down, uh, this year. If total is a uh a disappointment in blocks, Lowry this year has been disappointing in steals. But as you said, steals is a little you know uh
0: Fluffy. fluky. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, but then with the and, and Lowry are averaging the same number of steals, yeah. so that makes Dinwiddie stats and rank go higher because he's better in the other categories. Um, you know, scoring at this point, at this point, he's already better than Lowry in scoring and in, in rebounds and the others, the other stats also. So, so it's Dinwiddie. Uh, I chose Dinwiddie because I consider the rest. I consider the rest. Yeah. If I if you consider, consider the, the rest, player,
0: then, you know you probably go with Dinwiddie. If not, if both in an Slavery. ideal world, you'll probably go with Lowry. Because uh, yeah. the assist numbers can be better. I mean, I think that the assist numbers can still be better with Lowry. I know he has six, but... Yeah, considering, considering be
1: Jimmy might, might, might continue to rest and not play every game, yes. For yeah. sure.
0: Uh, so, but yeah, comment down below who you pick in our FBW phase of it. And also, the the discussions we talked about a while ago, you can also Mm -hmm. comment on your thoughts here. Mm -hmm. Alright, that's it for our cookie today, guys. As always, please subscribe, uh, like this video, uh, subscribe to our channel, and, you know, follow us on Facebook and all our socials, all linked there in the description. And with that, we will see you guys again tomorrow for another daily fancy. cookie. Bye guys.